And we can overemphasize one or the other. Like it's not helpful to overemphasize what do I want? It's not helpful to overemphasize what do you need? We need both of those questions to have a healthy relationship. Welcome to More Than Small Talk. We're Susie Eller, Jennifer Watson, and Holly Gerth, writers and real life friends. We're inviting you to go deeper, become freer, and feel more connected. So imagine you have a cup of coffee, a mug of tea, or a green smoothie in your hand, and we're all hanging out in your favorite place together. Hey, More Than Small Talk friends, we're back with you this week to continue our series for the new year. Last week, we did New Year, New Creativity. So if you missed that, go back and check it out. And this week, we are talking about New Year, New Relationships. Okay. You know, it was funny as we were discussing this confession question, we realized right off the bat that we look at this a little bit different, which I love. I love so much. So what are you hoping for? in your relationships this year? Long pause. (laughs) (laughs) I think I just want more fun, you know, like more spontaneous. Mm -hmm. I think that we can get in our heads and put a lot of pressure, but I think that I would like to just do some spontaneous fun things instead of like structured or planning. That sounds awesome. You know, or planning for creativity or spontaneity. Like, yeah. You even said spontaneity. I did. That's kind of a hard word to say sometimes. (laughs) And I crushed it. (laughs) You did. What about you, Holly? What are you hoping for in your relationships this year? Yeah, I actually do want some new relationships this year. I've Uh just been thinking about that. I'm not replacing (laughs) anyone. Not replacing anyone. (laughs) But like we just joined a new small group and I'm excited about that. That's something that we've been thinking about for a while. It's one that is close to our home. We had one we loved that was far away and that was tricky. And so this one is very close to where we live. Nice. And yeah, it's just been a while since we did anything like that. And I'm looking forward to making some new friends and connections. Yeah. So we're building a a home and um, it's been a really long process, but in a couple of months, it's going to be ready for us to move in. And I think in this year, I like I want an open table in my relationships. I want to have a home that people can knock on the door and know that they are always welcome. And I'm really excited about that. Yeah, so, so fun. Yeah. Well, and we've been kind of in transition for a year and a half. And then the pandemic was before that and breast cancer and all the things. So to think about having friends over for the weekend and us going out and kayaking and doing all the things. It just sounds really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think we should talk about the little debate we had about the confession question. I don't know that it was a debate. <laughs> a friendly debate. It, but it was a difference. Like, so when you, proposed the confession question, which is, what are you hoping for in your relationships this year? I said, well, I would really rather ask, what are you willing to give? 
I think what I originally proposed as a question was, what do you want in your relationships? Okay. Yeah. See, yeah. I and you it. said what, well, we landed on that because it was a hybrid. Of okay. Both. It was. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But it was interesting. Like both I said, yeah, what do you want <laughs> in your relationships? And you said, I'd rather ask what. Are you willing to yes. give? And you said, Suze, that's where I live all the time is what are you willing to give? Yeah. The question I never let myself yeah. ask is what do you want in relationships? Yeah. And I said, see here, you get the whole, the whole conversation. <laughs> and I said, I, I know what I want in relationships. Like, that's just an, that's an easy thing for okay, me. I tell know. us. Yeah. Like, help us. Because like, Kara, Jennifer, and I were like, <laughs> I don't know. We don't know what all, we want. All three of we them, don't let ourselves was, ask that. It was that. really funny. And I think that's the beauty <laughs> of a, a conversation around the table is because you just opened a door for me to see something a little bit different. And it's not that I have all the answers or that I'm somehow Methuselah or something. It's just that. Growing up not safe, one of the things that I know that I want is I want safety. Mm. I want safety in relationships, trust. And it doesn't mean that someone's perfect because I am so stinking messy. We all are. But I I, want to know that that person is safe. Yeah. I also want to know in a relationship that, um, that we're both welcome in that relationship. Like there's no barriers that you have to cross to get there. And, and that they see me for who I am, which gives me such permission to absolutely love and see them for who they are as well. So those are just some of the things that for me are inherent that if it's not there, that I may just take a step back and let that unfold a little more slowly. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's super healthy. And it's helpful for me to have a new perspective because obviously you're a very kind and caring and selfless person. Mm-hmm. So for you to be like, yeah, I know what I want in relationships makes me be like, oh, well, the fear I have of asking that question is that it will somehow make me selfish. Okay. But knowing you, someone who is very kind and generous, Ask that all the time. That's I'm like, oh, then I can. Yeah. I'm a lot, yeah, like that could even lead my relationships to be healthier. So yeah, that's a good example for me. Yeah, that it's okay to you know, yeah, to know what I want. And I and I fight for relationships. I really do. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm there's not an open closed door thing. Like oh, you're in, you're out. Um, but if over a period of time that there's toxicity. Or it's just, it's a relationship that is so unhealthy or is requiring things from me that are not in the best interest of anybody, you know, then for me, I feel okay to close that door, but I fight for a long time. I really do. And I've closed very few doors on relationships in my life. Very few. But I remember one and I remember that I just kept coming back, kept coming back and I kept hoping things would be better. And I kept looking at my own heart and saying, have I brought this to this relationship? Is there something here that maybe I needed to do different? And after time, I realized that for whatever reason, that this relationship was always going to be toxic Mm. and unstable. And I never knew, like it might be good one week and the next week it might just blow up. And I'd I'd be standing there confused, like what what just happened? Mm -hmm. And I thought at one point, you know, I get to make a choice of who my community is. 
and, and I choose to have healthy community, and this is not. Mm-hmm. So that's just kind of the process, maybe, where yeah. I'm at. fourth chair friends, we always love to bring resources that we believe will help you in your everyday life. We are talking about relationships and one of the most important relationships that we have is with our Heavenly Father. As part of the KLRC network, I get to host a daily prayer podcast called Prayer Starters. It's a two to three minute start to your day with scripture, a drop of encouragement and a prayer starter to begin the conversation with God. You can find out more at klrc.com, or you can find Prayer Starters on your favorite podcast platform. Now, let's get back to our conversation. I love that. I, I was just thinking about the hesitation that I saw, like Kara and Holly and I, we kind of like, oh, you yeah. know, like, it was tangible. So, <laughs> you know, like the bracing ourselves. What do you think that that is? Is that the, the good girl? Is it the performance in us? Is it the, the fear that we're not going to measure up? Or is it like, what was it that made us kind of like brace ourselves before like thinking that through? I think many of us, especially Christian women, have been trained to ask, what do you need? not what do I want? And so both are important. Yeah. And we can overemphasize one or the other. Like it's not helpful to overemphasize what do I want? It's not helpful to overemphasize what do you need? We need both of those questions to have a healthy relationship. Yeah. And depending on circumstances, what we were taught, you know, all kinds of factors, probably if there's a continuum, all of us slide one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I think, I think that's Kara, what do you think? You have any thoughts to add to this? Yeah. <laughs> Mike, can you grab your microphone? Yeah. We no, always love good. hearing from Kara. Oh, I think it's just what Holly said. Like we, we've kind of been taught as, <laughs> as women in culture, but also in the church that basically that it's selfish to ask that question. It's not okay to ask that question. And we always only have to think about others and what they want. And maybe not. And that's the thing. That's the caveat here, Suze. And I'm glad you brought this up because not everyone has been taught that necessarily or not everyone receives that the same way. But for some reason, like the three of us in this room (laughs) did receive it that way. And we maybe interpreted that in some unhealthy ways because of examples we saw or things that that it's not okay to to ask for what you want, that our job is to just make everybody else happy, (laughs) which is not healthy and and doesn't create the best relationships, even though in our minds it does. We're like, well, if I make everybody else happy, then that's, that's good, right? That's a good relationship. But then you're not showing up as half of that relationship. And so it it can't be as healthy or as strong as it should be then. Yeah. If that makes sense. And I very rarely in a relationship will say, this is what I need. I no, just, I know what I need. Right. Yeah. That's the and difference. That's healthy. Yeah. yeah. I, I know what I need. And so that means that sometimes in a relationship that um, we talk through those things. But that's why for me, I wanted to be sure to ask myself the question is, what am I willing to give? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. what, what, what am I willing to give? 
And what I'm willing to give is, is the same thing that I need. I want to be safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to be safe for you, Holly. I want to yeah. be safe for you, Jennifer and Kara. Mm-hmm. I do. And I also want to be open to like, if there's ever a time that for whatever reason, because we do think sometimes we just don't even know we're doing them, mm-hmm. that, that Holly could say to me, hey, Suze, um, when this and this happened, this is how I felt. And for me to be open to that and say, oh, man, I missed that. Mm-hmm. I so I didn't even know. But now that I know, I won't go there. I right. won't do that. You know, so so that's why I was coming from that point of view, mm-hmm. because I know what I need. Mm-hmm. I really want to know what you need, too. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really healthy. I wonder, Suze, if it's because you've had a little more you've had a little more experience in life. Uh, I think she's calling me. (laughs) No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm calling you. (laughs) I'm calling you wise. I'm saying that's some hard fought um, wisdom that you've earned over the years, maybe to get to the point where you're, and maybe you, you knew it early on, like you were saying, but Mm -hmm. the, the longer you live, I think maybe the clearer it gets like, Oh, this is what I need. Yeah. I don't think that's it. No, you just knew. No. I think that I didn't, I wasn't raised in church. Oh, yeah. I was out of this whole group. I was not raised in church. Yeah, that's true. Which I grieve Mm. because I I think it's such a gift. Mm. But I also didn't get some of the shackles that come with that sometimes. Because it's such a beautiful thing to be raised in church. I am an advocate of, of the church. I love it so much. But I also think that in the past that there were some things placed on women that were not placed on me in my formative years mm. that helped me in this. So that's a that's totally true. different answer yeah. no, that's, than maybe no, what you ser- expected. No, but wow. I, I, yeah. I think, no, I think that's right, though. I mm-hmm. mean, totally. I can yeah. see you going, no, I didn't have any of that. But even you saying I didn't have the shackles from being raised in church. I mean, like that like kind of breaks my heart a little bit. And I'm sure yeah. it broke your heart too saying that. Cause you're like, I grieve that I didn't mm. have that. I do. But then you're mm. looking at these three girls that have like some, you know, good girl church baggage. Like who mm-hmm. ever thought that that would be a phrase that we'd even say. And right? this is why we call this more than small talk. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But that's the deal is, is like I, with my own girls, mm-hmm have had to be a fierce advocate and say sometimes, okay, is that really biblical, sis? Like, because I have two fierce women that are my daughters, fierce women, strong, independent. And, and, and like I said, I loved the church. I mentored teens. I was, but there were times that I would, I would take, even recently in the last 10 years that I would step back and say, huh, is that biblical? Yeah. Like, like really? Is that something that that Jesus did in his example with women? Don't think so. And so and so sometimes when I hear some of the things that you guys talk about, it's a little weird for me because I'm kind of like outside the body, literally. Yeah. And I'm thinking, huh, why does she think that? Is that biblical? Is that really her true self that God created? And if not, man, let's throw that off. And that's so good for us because I think Mm -hmm. those things originally got spoken into us, either directly or indirectly by a voice. And of authority. what Mm -hmm. helps us start undoing that is having new and different voices in our lives. Yeah. 
saying with love and gentleness, I see that differently. Yeah. You know, help me understand where you're coming from. Let's have a healthy conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Where we figure out together, okay, what part of that was useful and part of what part of that was broken humans misinterpreting God's heart, which happens even yeah. with good intentions. Yeah. So that's why I love conversations mm, like this. I do too. Yes. Yeah. That we do pull things out and go, huh, we see that really differently. Mm. Why? Let's figure yeah. out where's the heart of God in all this. And I think it's, you know, both and like I where agree. we've gotten to is let's ask what do we want to give? Yeah. And what do we need to receive? Like that's mm. one another. And when I look at the heart of God in scripture, he's very clear about what he wants in relationships. Yeah. Mm. Like very yeah. clear. Very, very clear. He says, I will always love you. But if you want intimacy with me, here's what that looks like. And that's so helpful. Imagine if he didn't tell us that. Yeah. You yeah. know? And so this is good for me. I'm going to have to do a lot more pondering and processing <laughs> yeah, yeah. because it's such like a deep thing. But I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. this is good. God's very clear about what he wants in relationships. And if I'm going to align with his heart, then that's probably something I really need yeah. to think about. Mm-hmm. When, when I was a new believer, I was, you know, in my teens, late teens. And I just remember these people coming around and discipling me and loving me. They had no idea what was going on at home. Uh, they just knew I was just this raw, messy new believer and they loved me well. They opened their homes. They did all of these things. So I want you to hear my heart really clear. Like I love the church and I grieve, grieve, grieve that I didn't have that growing up because there was a, a stability and a sweetness and power of God that came when I got it. But I also sometimes see that there is a a sidebar to this that says we have to at some point sort through what we've been taught when we're raised in the church and clarify for ourselves whether this is a belief that we're going to embrace and identify with or if we're going to move forward from that. It's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. And I think that's what I'm hoping for in my relationships this year is growth. Yeah. Conversations like this one. Yeah. You know, where we iron sharpens iron, where we figure out how to help each other learn to love God, others, and ourselves yeah. more. Like mm-hmm. that is the best of human relationships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and we'll do it around my table at my new house. Yes. And so get ready. Get ready. We're going to be <laughs> kayaking, fishing. Um, but as you go into the new year, you know, we went a whole different direction with this, which is what I love about these, this podcast and these conversations, but open your heart to the fact that while community is healthy and good, that you yourself have something to offer and it is beautiful. Yeah. And you have things to receive. And that is beautiful too. And that's it for today's episode. Thanks for going deeper, becoming freer, and connecting with us. More Than Small Talk is a part of the KLRC Podcast Network and is produced by Kara Culver. Show notes and resources are available on the More Than Small Talk page on klrc.com. You can also join us in our Facebook group. Subscribe to More Than Small Talk on your favorite app so you won't ever miss an episode.